Hello, my name is Sarah and I am your Chakra Coach. On this podcast, we'll be exploring how the chakra system can guide you to grow your emotional, mental, physical, and spiritual wellness, leading you closer to your highest self. Hi, it's Sarah with a special message for newer listeners. This show used to be called Chakra Balancing for Weight Loss, but in January of 2021, I changed it to Your Chakra Coach to better reflect the broader, more holistic approach to wellness we started exploring. If you notice a slight focus on weight loss in these early episodes, that's why. But I think you'll find the overall information universal and relevant to you. Enjoy! Hello and welcome to the show! My name is Sarah, and I am your Chakra Coach. I am so excited to be here with you today, and I hope you are excited too. Uh, Thanks for all the messages about this new series. They've been really lovely. Um, If you ever want to connect, please do. I hope you know that I love to hear from you, uh, answer your questions, or just have a conversation. You can reach me on Facebook and Instagram at Chakra Balancing for Weight Loss. And don't forget that you can go to the Patreon link in the show notes and get all kinds of extras, including all the affirmation meditations in this series and others. They are downloadable files that you can listen to and use whenever you want. I heard from several people that last week's episode on self-acceptance was a tough one and one that you struggle with. It isn't easy. It's not. And we don't live in a world that makes it easy to accept ourselves. But I will say it again, you are enough exactly the way you are. So keep doing those affirmations and let's work towards self-acceptance and self-love together. Okay, We are moving right up the energetic chain to the throat chakra today. This series has really been all about how to grow emotionally, mentally, and maybe even spiritually to become the kind of person that you want to be. What kind of steps can you take on the inside that will reflect on the outside? I was listening to a podcast yesterday, I think it was, and the woman was talking about how her teacher told her that 80% of what we experience is a direct result of the work we do on ourselves, our thoughts and feelings and how we choose to respond to them. 80%! That's so much, but it really does sound about right. And yet, if you are anything like me, You spend way too much time focusing on the 20% on the outside. Things that we really can't control but spend so much effort trying to change. Trying to make other people behave like we think they should. Changing our circumstances. Thinking that if we just got a new job or just lost weight or if we just could move to a new city or if the weather would just be nicer, that everything would be better. But really and truly... These aren't the things that create change in our lives. These aren't the things that make us feel better, that make us feel good and confident and happy. It's the 80%. And while that feels daunting, perhaps, 
Remember that we are in total control of whether we work on our insides, whether we take steps toward energetic balance, toward, toward overall chakra balance. And I know you might be thinking, well, I don't have time to work on my insides, but honestly, you do. You do. It doesn't have to be hours of meditation every day or an hour-long yoga practice six days a week. Those are great things, but you're already taking steps by listening to this podcast. And if you do the meditation and affirmation work in each episode, you're doing the work. And even if you're not, you're exposing your brain and your energy to new thoughts and ideas that will plant little seeds that can grow into something beautiful. So before you tell yourself that you don't have the time or the energy, give yourself some credit for what you are doing. Which segues nicely into what we're discussing today. A deep dive into the throat chakra aspect of self-talk. The throat chakra is responsible for communication, which makes sense since it's the physical location of where our words come from. But communication isn't just words, and it certainly isn't just words spoken to other people. You can communicate with a facial expression or body language. People who use sign language communicate with their hands, but it's all fifth energy center work because that's where communication stems from. I once heard someone say, language matters. And I'm sure I'd heard it before, but he said it with such weight and importance and he just let the words sit in the air. And it really struck me how we communicate, what we choose to say and not say in our lives matters. It's something I've been thinking a lot about since this is a program that really uses just language to communicate. What kind of language do I use on this show? How can I choose my words to be sure that everyone who honors me by listening feels welcomed and included in our community? And have you ever said something that you wish you could take back the instant it left your mouth? That's a terrible feeling. Or has anyone ever said something to you that, although they maybe later apologized, it still stung? Ugh. I've been on both sides of that situation. The words and tone we choose to express ourselves matter a lot. They have an energy of their own, and every time we send a communication out into the universe, we're either contributing to the vibration of love and gratitude, or we're not. So if it matters that much what we put out into the world, and I really do believe it does, if it matters so much what we communicate out into the universe, and externals are only 20% of how we create change, What's that other 80%? It's what we say to ourselves. Self-talk. The thoughts we have about ourselves, both consciously and unconsciously. Those conversations we have with ourselves that shape how we feel and act. The stories about ourselves that run on a loop, whether they're true or not. It's the narration we hear all day long as we go about our lives. Sometimes it's loud. Sometimes it's barely noticeable because we've gotten so used to it. It might 
not even be your voice. I had a client once who I was working on positive self-talk with. He was a very talented high school and college athlete who had given up on sports and himself pretty much by the time I met him about five years later. He's one of those people who probably could have made sports his career, but every time he stepped onto the court, his narrator voice said things like, try not to screw it up like you always do, and other not very encouraging things. So he'd step onto the court and screw it up. And his narrator voice would say, you always do that. Why do you even play tennis? And eventually, he quit. He quit playing a sport he loved that, honestly, he could have played and enjoyed almost forever, almost his whole life. So we started working on a program that would get him back to feeling better physically, but giving up tennis was obviously weighing on him. After some time and some talking, he came to the realize that the voice in his head saying those things wasn't even his. It was his college tennis coach, which might not surprise you, but it sure surprised my client. And while I was horrified at the idea of a college coach saying those kinds of things, and it also made me wonder if he ever really produced any results from his team, but my immediate work was to help my client replace that old narration with new self-talk. At first, he wanted to simply replace his old coach's voice with my voice, you know, because I'd say nice things. But that would only have been a short-term solution because the real benefit of self-talk comes when the voice is yours, the thoughts are yours, and you generate positive narration organically. Maybe you're not an athlete, but that doesn't mean someone's voice hasn't gotten into your head along the way. If you didn't have supportive parents... Their voices could be in your head bringing you down. Maybe it's a teacher from grade school who said, you're so disorganized, that's the sign of a weak mind. That's a real example from my own life. So you could have someone else's narration in your head. You could also have your own voice that's in your head telling you lies. And this is hard to replace too because it can feel so true. It feels like a a quiet little reminder that you're just not quite good enough, that you should be doing more for more people, that if you were different somehow, life would be better, that you're not complete or whole, that you're lacking in some way. Do any of these sound familiar? I bet they do. Most people think some of all of these, and a lot of us think a lot of them a lot of the time. And I know it's not as easy as this, but any shame or embarrassment you feel around these thoughts can be let go. When I started my journey, which is not complete, by the way, lest you think I'm setting myself on some sort of self-talk pedestal. No, when I started my journey, I thought I was the only person who felt like this and that I shouldn't talk about it or acknowledge it. And that just added to the downward spiral of negative self-dialogue. And it, it didn't help that I was surrounded at the time by people who engaged in what I have heard called toxic positivity. That's the focus on the positive so hard to the point that we don't even acknowledge that our lives aren't all rainbows and sparkles and glitter. 
I did a whole series on the shadow sides of the chakras earlier in this podcast and how we can't just ignore them or cover them up and hope that they'll go away. The shadow side of the throat chakra is lies. And without facing up to the lies we tell ourselves, we can't hope to replace them with truths. And without truthful communications with ourselves, truthful self-talk, we can't hope to become the person we want to be. Whether that's a person who's losing weight or a person who finds a new job or a person who has loving relationships, whatever it is. Here's the thing about truthful self-talk. It isn't just hype you up kind of talk. I mean, I can say to myself all I want that I'm an astronaut, but that's not true. What might be true is that I'm willing to learn the skills and knowledge it takes to be an astronaut and that I am capable of doing so. For me personally, that's not true because I'm not not interested in being an astronaut, but that's just an example. Positive self-talk isn't to lie to yourself. It's to replace the lies that are already in your head with truth. Truth like you are good enough exactly as you are, which is a universal truth. It's not up for discussion. That's a universal truth. And if you have trouble believing that, you can start with, I am learning that I am good enough exactly the way I am, which is true and something you can believe. I negative self-talk all the time about tech stuff. I'm not smart enough to build a website or whatever. And I'm learning to replace that thought with, I am smart enough to learn how to build a website or whatever it is that's in your head, right? Are you hearing, I'll never lose weight? Can you notice your thought and instead think, I'm becoming the kind of person who takes care of my body? Again, Whatever thought you can replace a lie with that is true and that you can believe is a step toward more useful self-talk. So here's our challenge this week. Start to listen to our personal narration. So much of the time it just runs in the background and we accept it as truth. Can you find a minute to quiet your mind and listen? Maybe write down your thoughts and then read them back. See which ones are true and which ones are just stories. I've heard this called a thought download, and I used this technique for years to try to really understand where all of my negative thinking was coming from. It might be helpful to start with one thought, come up with a replacement thought, and every time you have the negative thought, immediately say the newer thought to yourself. It requires a little effort for sure, but imagine the reward of not thinking terrible things about yourself all the time. Let the throat chakra do its work. It is there to purify thoughts and lies and energy so you can move forward with your life and your goals. But the longer we hold on to the lies we tell ourselves, the less balance we'll have and the less able we'll be to reach our highest good. The affirmation practice today can be used as a standalone meditation, but I also encourage you to see if any of the affirmations resonate with you and can be used in our thought interruption practice. When you have your negative thought, 
replace it immediately with one of these affirmations. Say it to yourself. Say it two, three, four, five times. Get yourself used to thinking new things and in new ways. Yes, the effort is there. It's going to take some time. That's okay. But imagine if the talk in your head was positive. What if it was all true and it only told you good things about yourself? That's the work of the throat chakra. Begin to settle down into your space. Breathing slowly and deeply in through your nose and out through your nose. Notice your breath. Notice your body. Try to release any physical tension that you're holding on to. Focus on your breath. Notice what's happening in your head, in your mind. If your thoughts are spinning, just bring your attention gently and kindly back to your breath. And when you're ready, begin to repeat these affirmations. I can trust myself. I can trust myself. I can keep myself safe. I can keep myself safe. I can feel all of my feelings. I can feel all of my feelings. I can think and feel at the same time. I can think and feel at the same time. I have choices. I have choices. 
I am learning to succeed. I am learning to succeed. I deserve love. I deserve love. I am a good and loving person. I am a good and loving person. I am okay just the way I am. I am okay just the way I am. I can make mistakes and learn. I can make mistakes and learn. I am growing all the time. I am growing all the time. I can trust my inner wisdom. I can trust my inner wisdom. The universe supports and loves me. The universe supports and loves me. Namaste.